can't hear myself. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 91 of the Splashcast, the Around the League edition, Monday Night Raw. I'm your co-host, Reggie. I'm your co-host, Norwood. Start out, glasses up, doing a little sipping tonight. We are flourishing uh, <laughs> because we should. That's how you feel? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, sir, ladies and gentlemen. As y'all know, on Monday Night Raw, we always talk about what HBCU news around the culture, uh, football news around the league, basketball news around the league, and we end it with our splashes of the week. Although a lot of the times we put our splashes of the week in the pregame. Um, with that being said, man, let's get started. Let's jump right into it, man. Let's jump right into it. Uh, Howard University, we we covered. Now, Norwood likes to say I told you so on a lot of stuff. I like to say we told you so on a lot of stuff too. We told you guys we Thanks were not leaving me on that one. What? I, I mean, I just going to sell me up the road. You said Norwood likes to tell. I, I did. You, you didn't catch it. You didn't ride. catch it. You didn't catch it. I did sell you, but you didn't catch it though. But uh, uh, <laughs> I said you like to say you told. I told you so. I like to say we told you so. But. uh Howard University. You don't always be wanting to go on the ride. You'll be like, oh, Norwood, you got that one to yourself. The Eagles. Oh, I drink to that too. Oh, well, if that's what you want to do, then I'll, I'll, matter of fact, let's go on. Yeah, you should it. definitely drink to the Eagles. You picked them the whole time, and I, I, I picked them to lose the whole time. Well, I know one team I did pick since we're going to do this. I know one team I did pick since you want to do that. Uh, uh, that team right there. I picked this team right here. Um, <laughs> the anguish on your face. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know what team I did pick. This team right here. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we told y'all we were the second people. We we scour the internet to give y'all news around the culture that you're not going to get in mainstream media. <laughs> that you're not going to get in mainstream media. Uh, Damn. one of them is a Howard University swim team, along with other news like Fisk University's 
uh, <laughs> Fisk University's uh, uh, gymnastics team. Howard University has caught fire with this swim team. Um, Howard University becomes the first all-black swim team on the cover of Sports Illustrated as they near the championship title in swimming. That is amazing. Um, it is home to the first all-black swim team, and now they are nearing their first conference championship in over three decades. Shout out to Howard, man, that team in D.C. You know, often get here and say and have positive things to say about that team in D.C. This is one of those rare occasions. There's nothing you cannot like about this. Congratulations. Nice work, Sports Illustrated, honoring our agents. Yeah, man. Shout out to Howard, man. Shout out to the swim team. We told y'all uh, last time we talked about, I think it was three weeks ago, how they have the hottest ticket in I, 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 in swimming, I guess. Really in almost spring sports. You have basketball um, in HBCUs, but and then you also have track, indoor track, outdoor. I think it's indoor track. But you also have uh, Howard University has a, they always have a DJ playing and they have Sell out crowds, <laughs> sell out crowds at a swim meet of people that don't swim, right? Uh, outside of family, I'm talking about outside of family, outside of friends. It'll be regular people to go there. <laughs> uh, that's not what I thought you meant by that. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I saw your face. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't that's have. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swim. I I I can swim. So oh, shout out to God. Howard, man. How you feel about this? This is great. And I can swim. I can swim. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I can't wait. I, I swear to God, I, I really, really want. I meant it when I said I want um, the Splash Cast to make an appearance at one of these swim meets. Uh, Howard University alum coach Nicholas Askew, who broke all the records in Howard history as a student swimmer. Um He's from the U.S., the Caribbean, and Canada. Uh, you said, what was his name again? Nicholas Askew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick the Fish. Nick the Fish. I remember Nick. <laughs> Both groups are great set man, to become Northeast Conference champions the first time since 1980, 1989 that a school has accomplished such feats as being. They're both 6-2 and two and 5-3. and three. That is dope, man. I hope it takes off. Found out that my high school got a swim team. The whole that's whole new Westlake out here. We had we ain't even have a pool. <laughs> Y'all have a pool. I'm gonna stay out of this. Our high schools were different. No, no, they weren't. Well, you had a swim team? Tennis team, swim team. Oh yeah, our high school. We had a tennis team. We didn't have no swim team. I can tell you right now. We did not have a swim team. <laughs> did we have a swim team? We had golf. We had golf, we didn't, tennis, We did soccer, have a golf team. Basketball. Yeah, we had golf team. Might care about them sports, bro. You know why you're here, baby. <laughs> sports get you money. Friday guys. night lights, baby! <laughs> Especially in the South. Uh, What else we got? What else we got? <laughs> oh, hey, man. Yeah, I really, really wanted to shout out... Uh, not so much now in Atlanta. Atlanta's pretty much a sports hub, sports hub now. Georgia is a sports but hub. But all of those guys go to the NBA now. Yeah, all, a th- I mean, third of the a third of the NBA is is from Atlanta now. In two yep. in the last two years. Yep, 
I did want to send a shout out to Jameis Winston. Um, the second annual HBCU Legacy Bowl uh, selected Saints quarterback Jameis Winston and former Saints left tackle Teron Armstead as honorary captains of the event. Winston and Armstead are founding partners with the HBCU Legacy Bowl and other NFL players such as NFL MVP and Super Bowl champion Patrick Mahomes, who was the event's inaugural honorary captain. Um, we've always had jokes for Jameis. Uh, we've always had jokes for Jameis. Uh, that website kind of slowing me down a little bit. Uh, they got a bunch of pop-ups. But we've always had jokes for Jameis, but this is very impressive. Uh, Teron Armstead, I think he went to UAPB, so you knew he was going to be indoctrinated into the HBCU. But Jameis, I mean, he's from Alabama, uh, went to Florida State. Man, that's 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 commendable, I think- to say the least. I think as many jokes as we have about Jameis, I think Jameis is a relatively likable person. Yeah, I think he's likable because he doesn't really seem as a threat. I mean, I hate Tom Brady. (laughs) No, I think that, but I feel like Jameis doesn't seem like he's not from what I've seen of him. the, The athlete guy who thinks I'm the best, like, don't speak to me. I feel like Jameis is a guy who you'll be in the grocery store. You just start talking to you like everybody else yeah man get you some crab legs but uh <laughs> i i was i knew that there was 100 no way i was gonna make it out of this compliment for this black man without that being part of you no say, it was gonna you, be one of us no 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 you you knew the I joke was there when you said grocery, the grocery store <laughs> the grocery store was completely subliminal that was just man maybe that's me i'll take the blame for that my mind went to jameson the grocery store maybe there's a reason for that <laughs> But I did not plan that out. I have notes here. None of the notes say make a Jameis crab leg joke. As I'm not going to say that I wouldn't, but that wasn't my plan in this case. And here we are spiraling. <laughs> hey, Jameis, like I told you, we got joke. Shut it. But congratulations on being an honorary captain. You good shout with out us, to you. man. You good with us, man. And shout out for doing this without all the pomp and circumstance. I didn't even know Patrick Mahomes was an honorary captain. You see? I think I remember hearing about that last year. A little, you see, a very little, the littlest bit. There's always decorum and right ways to do things when you're not selfish. When you're not selfish, your acts speak for themselves. When you're selfish, you got to defend yourself. And I'm going to leave that at that. Uh, <laughs> did you freeze? <laughs> Nah, I want Ed Reed to blame me. I, did, I said no names, and I wouldn't talk about Ed there. I wouldn't talk about Ed there. I could have talked about oh. Ed, I guess. <laughs> Your boy. Your boy. And I saw where he said something. We're not ready to talk about it quite yet. I need to do some more research. But I got to make sure he didn't say what I think he said. Could you tell me what he said? Fox News put it out, so I'm not signing up for that until I get to somewhere else. See? 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 Mm. Left HBCU go for Fox News. Mm, 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 no, mm. this this was not positive. This is not positive. I know. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with that. We're not going to spiral. Hey, man, but this is what I really wanted to get to. I have been trying to get Kareem the Plug Chapman. Um, uh, 
Fred Chapman Jr. gives us a black history fact, and I gotta restart it because you have uh, he Fred great. Fred Chapman Jr. is a former at, uh, official. Uh, he he officiated basketball and football, especially in the HBCUs, um, um, and he's given dropping facts about the SIAC, MEAC, and SWAC in everything that comes to it. So here we go. Speedy. Yes, that uh, <laughs> elevated quick. And they were using the SIAC as a... Let's refresh. See if I can get it. Here we go. Black college has produced more NFL officials than any conference in this country. That's amazing. Yeah. The SIAC and the MEAC and SWAC has more NFL on field officials than the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, or the SEC. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. All these guys just needed opportunity. They started, even some white guys that started in the SIAC. Speedy. Yeah. <laughs> that uh elevated quick. And they were using the SIAC as a stepping stone because then none of them went to an HBCU. You know, right. and that was a, a good fun time too when you used to work uh, all HBC ball game. You made more money working Gulf South, of course. You know uh, the other conferences, but you didn't have as much fun as yeah. There were them bands, them oh, honeys being the state. Like- so he said something very interesting here. He said those referees basically are doing or did what Dion did right but it was known it wasn't no dream so hey we have more fun here I'm gonna get to officiate more games and then I'm gonna elevate myself and it's a proven commodity but they ain't sell you no dream they ain't come up there say I'm here for the HBCU nah that's cool shout out to Fred Chapman for giving us that little tidbit of uh Information, man. Let me that, tell, I didn't know let that me at tell all, y'all, man. This is a great Instagram. I found myself on this Instagram around two thirty a.m. on a Tuesday or Wednesday night. The Trophy Case and Podcast. Or- yep, and I I was just scrolling my life away. This guy's insightful and hilarious. This if if you if you like funny old black man. <laughs> Speaking of funny old black man, here we go. We got some more stories for him. AAU basketball. Here we go. This <laughs> and a little kid was sort of a bully, and he was out of hand. And I called a foul on it. Then I called a technical foul on it, <laughs> and he blew up at me. And we talking fourteen year old kid, you know. So when he rush me on the court. I pushed him off of him and I looked to the coach. I said, Coach, coach. come get him. First off, oh. let's, let's start. Come get him. First off, I'm from Louisiana. That little AR that's added to coach, the coach, <laughs> coach. <laughs> that coach, let me tell you something. That means them hands is heavy. They're them country strong hands. <laughs> when he and said, get him up off him. Said, coach, coach, come get him. <laughs> come get him. He said, coach, coach, come get him. I'm, I had to let y'all know where this story was going just off the vernacular right there. I think you should know. And he, the little kid is still angry and 
trying to tussle with me and I'm just keeping him off of me. I said, hey, coach, come get him. You know, so by that time, his stepfather you only get two. jumped out of the stand. You get two. The third one is He come and he grabbed me on my shoulder, pulling me back. And I turned around and put that thing right over his nose. <laughs> Hit him. He went down. Here come the lady. She comes out with an umbrella, jumping on me. I knocked her out. <laughs> you know, so this time, you know, out of hand. <laughs> you know, it's she wild. got wild. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, uh, the police came and he said, Mr. Reverie, he said, I'm going to have to take everybody to jail. <laughs> you know, we was having a little AAU basketball. He said, Mr. Reverie, he said, I'm going to have to take everybody to jail. He said, do what you got to do. <laughs> this is how I started. This was a great introduction. <laughs> To my friend Fred Chapman Jr. and I call him friend because I think that we friends, even though he don't know who they're like. I will thank him for that late night comedy journey he took me on. I understood everything that he explained before it was gonna happen. I knew that that first and second come get him was gonna come with something later. <laughs> I knew that it was never gonna make it to a third come get him because by then you're gonna be picking him up off the floor. <laughs> and the quick the he way said, that I he put, said that he put thing, that right thing right there, right on his right nose, <laughs> he uh, went down. No, yeah, and then he had to defend himself. We don't believe in him, women, but at the same time, she had a, she was armed with a weapon. Hey man, you, 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 you are human at that but point. I want you. <laughs> I want you to also understand that the son was never heard from again. You want to know why? Because <laughs> he saw what happened to his parents. He made an adult decision. That's how you grow up very, very fast. Honor roll student. Exactly. If it was somebody, if it was somebody important, well, I ain't say important. That's the wrong word. If it was somebody that made it to the league, then yeah. you would know their name. They didn't, which means they made a business decision. No, no, no. He spent the rest of his life working <laughs> in nursing homes. <laughs> Take care of old black men, just like my friend Fred Chapman, because he knew that he made a fatal mistake and he would spend the rest of his entire live long days <laughs> for his sins. But and I will say, y'all, that is bed. a good, that is a good no pie. Pause on that, <laughs> that is a good pie, man. And so this is, if, in if you guys, if you know any older black referees, there's a lot of stories like this. My godfather was a referee. He refereed MEAC games for a long time before he went to the uh, NFL. He did MEAC and SWAT games. He was always the referee. You remember when HBCU games would come on uh, BET? And they would Absolutely. come on BET on Thursday. Uh, and he would always be the referee. He was always the referee that was behind the defensive line. He was the one that called the hole because he played defensive line. And he told a story about one of the uh, tight ends got mad at him because he kept calling hold on. He was like, he kept holding. He's a defensive end, whooping his ass the whole game. He kept holding him. So the tight end ran the drag route and act like he was going to run my godfather over. <laughs> godfather six foot three. At the time, probably 275 of still in shape. 275. Like, and his hands is like clubs. All his sons got the same hands. All my god brothers got the same hand. He said he laid that man, hit him in the helmet, gave him a concussion. Bare hand. That's how the old, that's, <laughs> hey, that's how they used to do that helmet slap. That's the reason it made it illegal. <laughs> but I am uniquely, uh, I both, uh, I understand both parts of this. 
I understand you don't talk to no old man no type of way, but I've also cussed out a ref. Oh yeah, cussing out is fine. I've cussed out a ref. I've yelled at refs, and I was I was a backup tight end and kicker. I told that ref, "Hey man, get the fuck out of my way." <laughs> he felt. <laughs> Next time you say that, you get the fuck out of my way. Shut up, game over. We won. <laughs> yeah, but you can't put your hands on him though. That grown man strum. Oh, uh, no, but... <laughs> no. Now I could have put my hands on that dude. I would have whooped him. I was spry. He was not. You know, oh man. Saturday morning. Bro, shut up talking to me. They'll be the worst yeah. They'll be at like 8 30 in the morning. Couldn't play on Thursday because it rained. Yeah, so you gotta be there like that varsity eight... field. Are you crazy? Eight o'clock on a Saturday morning playing JV. Nobody there, and it's cold, and both teams don't want to be there. And we had to play a JV team that didn't have a varsity, or you could say a varsity team that didn't have a JV. Either way, most of them had just played the day before. They came and played us, and our varsity oh, beat their ass fifty-two to nothing, and they beat our ass forty-nine. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna fix y'all and beat y'all little brother ass. <laughs> <laughs> I beat our ass, though. <laughs> I was yeah, like, man. Yeah, I'm ready, coach. I can play again. I was like, that was like you, yeah. You know how sorry you got to be to play a varsity game and then play a JV game in the same <laughs> week? First of all, ain't that rules? You can't play more than six quarters? I, what was that? Ain't that the rule? Well, that rule didn't oh, they exist. Split them up. <laughs> they split them up. <laughs> You they treated us like a jamboree, boy. Little jamboree. They treated us like a jamboree. They beat the shit out of us, bro. Oh man, had me in there playing left tackle on ninth grade. I was in ninth grade, bro, playing against it. I'm playing left tackle in ninth grade. I'm 152 pounds. I'm playing left tackle. I'm playing D. Yeah, but the DN I was playing against was a varsity player. He was 11th grade. Came out whooped the ass. He was tossing. You go that way. I was like, look at you. That's why I co- our coaches yeah, cussed him out, working though. working on his mental health. That he got stumped out. <laughs> at least he could do is beat y'all chunks for a couple quarters. Our coaches cussed him out. Called him. That's, that's, why right. I got, that's why I got the term T-shirt All-American from. They called him a T-shirt All-American. It was like, yeah, you got your ass beat yesterday. You a T-shirt All-American beating up on the ninth graders. <laughs> I sure did, and I beat your old ass if you come out here. T- Nah, Coach Beatles just uh just got cut from the Washington Redskins. He was still big and mad. <laughs> that don't matter. I'm yes. still gonna say that. You want you have to actually catch me first. I was a firm believer in that. Coach Beatles was oh Coach Beatles will do that. That twenty years ago, right. Coach. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that I would have won, but I would say what I was gonna say. Now after that, things gonna have to matriculate however they matriculate. <laughs> Yeah, they are, and they will. <laughs> you got to be prepared for that. If you're willing to say something crazy, there is a small off chance that he may be just as crazy. At that point, you just got to deal with, hey, you got to dance with the girl that got you there, right? Yeah, yeah, you do. Oh, man, but ladies and gentlemen, we come to the end of the HBCU segment. Told you we didn't have a lot for that, man. Everything's over with, but we will be getting into uh, March Madness is right around the corner. Uh, we'll be able to CIAA. They already advertising CIAA like yesterday. Um, uh, Grambling did beat Southern at the HBCU Classic at the North, uh, NBA All Star Game. It was actually a really good game. Grambling was up by fourteen with 
eight minutes to go. Southern went on a 19 to five run to end the game and force overtime. And then Grambling ended up uh, hitting two three point plays in a row with two minutes left in the game to pretty much ice the game against Southern. Um, but it was a great game, great turnout. Awesome. So, uh, with that being said, we've come to the end of the HBCU segment of episode 91 of the Splash Cast. We will now get – what are we going to do next? Basketball? Let's do basketball next. We'll do basketball next. Yeah, also, per public service announcement, you're going to invite me to a housewarming in a whole nother state. Who invited you? Friend of mine. I love you, but I ain't flying to your house for your house for I come by there when I'm in town, though. I have no comment because I, I have no comment. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with the basketball. Oh, no, I wanna know. <laughs> I'll be, we'll be right back with the basketball segment, news around the NBA and WNBA. Got some WNBA news, too. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Listen to the sounds of the Splash Cast 12 pack 24. We're going to have that ad- adult conversation eventually. <laughs> we can, but just not on air. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our basketball segment of episode 91 of the Splash Cast, the Around the League edition, Monday Night Raw, where we go live every Monday night on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, I guess you can start Twitter adding Instagram Raw. that too. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> remember always what they got to do, Norwood. Monday Night Raw. Always like, follow, subscribe. Tell somebody, man. Tell somebody about the podcast. We come here, we do our work, we give you excellent excellent content here and i'm here it's a great place to be <laughs> yeah uh with that being said ladies skepticism <laughs> floating through your voice my friend no nah, not through my voice man. Got good news too man talk about britney griner hey man shout out to britney shout out to britney shout out britney griner damn you just messed up my intro computer Brittany Griner uh, uh, has signed a one-year deal with the Phoenix Mercury. Was that the team she was on last year? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Correct. Before she went yes. over to Russia? Was that the team she was on before? Yes. Well, shout why out to them. Want... Hmm? I don't know. I don't know. I was like, damn, why didn't y'all sign up to like a lifetime deal after that? But She also probably wants a free agency. She probably, I mean, I would assume you're probably a bigger star now. Anaria, new bag. Uh, I have a different perspective. I think this is more of a let's get you in shape deal. Um, remember, I mean, she was in a Russian prison where she told that they're giving her nothing. Like they're giving her scraps to eat. So she's got to get on a a, a diet plan. She's got to get back on nutrition. She's got to get in shape. You know, and you can work out all you want, but you have to getting in playing shape means playing. So I think this is just a get in play and shape deal. And if she is who she thinks that we think she is, she'll end up being oh, she getting is. that deal next year. Hopefully, preferably. I didn't even consider that. I saw her play in high school. And after that, I knew she was a real deal for as long as real end deals were in existence. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think she'll be fine. Perfectly fine. She will. More money on the way. Oh, 100%. You can ask Karen Bags. 
more money on the way you got uh probably i wouldn't be surprised if there's a book deal soon um, what <laughs> book oh man oh i'm done playing basketball <laughs> you're great you're right you right reggie the more movie deal this, the more i forget i'm former athlete Oh, pull Rihanna. Full Liz Gambage. Yeah. Basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call me about no basketball. I'm going book tour. They paid me $250,000. Bags. More bags. More bags. <laughs> you get a car. You, I'm not going. I'm never going to practice again. Speaking nope. engagements. All I'm going to do is show up places and let people pay me for existing. <laughs> <laughs> suicides. You'll kill yourself before you watch me do another suicide. <laughs> I'm done. Ah. I'm done here. Ain't no way, man. So shout out. But I am happy that she. They. I mean, they signed her right out too. Like, it looked. They probably yeah. had. And I, like I said, I think this is a proven deal. She may not have been in the best shape when they worked out, or she may have gone and worked out. I said, you know what? We'll give you a year. Get back on your feet. Get everything straight, and you'll be good. To give you. You had no choice. There was no <laughs> choice in this. Phoenix. The only thing you could do is give her money. Fully guaranteed yeah. contract. Paid on day one. I'm sure. I, I, th- I think all their contracts are guaranteed. They're just, you know, not what they should be. But it is guaranteed. Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm probably not playing basketball for much longer if I'm hurt. Hey man, let's get the let's get to Vernon real quick. Lost in the playoffs to the Clippers. Yeah. Like what's what, what's what's the what's the animosity? I don't even know what we're doing here. I mean, what we're doing in Utah? <laughs> damn, God damn it. <laughs> I mean, for real, NBA, man, for real now. I, I mean, Cleveland, then here. Come on now. What are we doing? Now? now, I've stopped this here. Norwood has been on record saying, why are they having this in Utah? And Vernon Maxwell has made rounds as of the last two years as he's been telling his stories of him being in the NBA. It's the most famous one, of course, are the ones where he talked his uh all the smoke interview where he talked about guard Michael Jordan as well as when he ran into the stands and smacked one of the fans from you guessed it Utah. So <laughs> uh, uh, there's a reason Vernon Maxwell does not like Utah, but he's also known for keeping it real 100. Uh, percent I actually didn't know that he had hair. I'm surprised that he had hair. I anybody that goes bald for just the uh. Just wanting to go bald might not want to marry that person. Might not again. That proves my that's more evidence for my hypothesis. If somebody's bald just to be bald, Kobe Bryant. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Crazy. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Just shave your head. No, black man. No. Mm-mm. When I hear you talk, <laughs> for real, now it's, it's cold as hell. First of all, and it's the only damn All Star game that you can move around downtown ain't no damn traffic i mean this is weird but i mean i had to be out here so i'm out here and i'm gonna make the best of this but this is some bull talk about a person who deserves a show oh man his own show let him go for it come on that is the reason that i and that's also the reason i said that everybody in the nba was going on vacation (laughs) <laughs> All Star Weekend? No, I'm good. I'll be I'll be spending time with my family, just like next year when they go to Indiana. Like they ain't going up there. <laughs> it's gonna be cold up there too. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna tell you why. Because you can do in 
Isn't it close enough to Chicago? Indiana? You think they're going to go to Chicago? Yeah. You're right. I will go on vacation again. You're right. <laughs> I don't care that much about Chicago. Hell no. Nah, definitely man. not Indiana. What is uh, that? Conseco Fieldhouse? Well, I don't know what it is now. <laughs> Who's the person you want to I bet it's said Conseco Fieldhouse. <laughs> That's funny. So that's funny for so many. Reggie reasons. Miller is the only pacer that people care about, and slightly Jalen. Mark Jackson, I guess. He's kind of a Nick, though. The Davis brothers. Who else? The Davis brothers. That whole team. When's the last time you saw? When's the last time you saw those guys? That doesn't mean that like seeing me. them doesn't mean they don't care about them. They ain't care enough about them to have them around. They've been honored. I think. They've been honored before. They honored that team. Reggie. <laughs> Reggie. Shout Miller, out to the guys that almost game. won a championship. Woo. <laughs> well, we are Falcons fans, bro. Relax. <laughs> nope. I would not relax. I don't care. <laughs> uh, That's hate. Don't care. People be hating on me. Care. <laughs> Double down on the hate, baby. Black history, Bob. We love it. Uh, we love man, it. Man. Hey man, speaking of age, speaking Black, of Black History, History Month. Month. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the NBA news, man. The Celtics have promoted interim head coach Joe Mazzulla to head coach in other water is wet news. Um, we knew that this was gonna happen. They have the number one team. Um, they are I didn't know that you could take a team that was number one in the East, um, second in the league favored to win the East and make them better. I didn't think... I thought you were just going to kind of be along for the ride. Come on. We need what? a documentary. Bring it on out. <laughs> Ime Udoka, you played yourself, <laughs> my friend. You have played yourself in ways that are truly unprecedented. First of all, you had me alone. Trick that off. Trick that off. Then on top of that, you had Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Tricked it off. That's self-hate. I want y'all to take anything from this is love yourself and <laughs> don't be canoodling at work. Canoodling does not happen at the workhouse. You don't this shit where is you what eat. happens. No shit where you eat. No. You tricked yourself out of all of the bags. You tricked yourself out of, now nah, I, I don't get into nobody's relationship. Date anybody, you get tied up. So I ain't going to say that. But it is me alone, big dog. I'm going to it's different. We're going to look at you funny. Now, I don't know what might have happened or have not had happened. But we're looking at you funny. Have not have happened. <laughs> the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. Quote Jesus. Oh, sneaky. Sneaky. We can't call it swine. <laughs> Jesus be a fence all around me every day. And I think that is right when we get right into here. Patrick Beverly to the Bulls, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no, 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 no. But what I was saying, let me finish my point. Joe Mazzula took this team and made them better. They weren't a real three-point shooting team last year. They are setting records this year. They shoot a lot of threes and hit a lot of threes. And um, they are making the right moves. Shout out to them getting Mike Muscala. 
who is coming averaging 15, 13 points a game for them over the first week that he's been with the Celtics because so, he can shoot threes. So now, because I always like to think about the other part of this. When did you think Mike Mazzula knew he was better coach than Ime Udoka? When he probably told him. Because we, we work jobs, and we all have a person who is our superior. And what point do you look at that person like, bro, I could do this job better than you? Or uh, you look at that person like, bro, you're not even doing this job right. I, I think, I hate to say when they play the Warriors, because, I mean, they're the Warriors, but from what I've seen, what we saw now, we only, they only had Ime Udoka for like what, two years, one year, um, one year, because the year before that was Brad, and then Brad slit Brad the Brad Stevens' biggest contribution to the Celtics is getting that get out, out of the, the way, get out the way. Well, that and privilege. So he got out the way and said, "You know what? I'll just get a promotion, and I'll just I'm not a great head coach, so I'll just go be the G, the vice president of the team." But so now that we have fallen into something that I actually I really like here, is he was he wrong or did he make the best? Did he make the right move for all parties involved. Nobody said he was wrong. Who said he was wrong? Okay, so is there value in that? I guess because that's a tough decision to make. Head coach is is it is front and center. Yeah, you don't think so? You don't know. You're you're in the high profile exec like the executives. It's it's a cool job, but nobody knows your name or your face. You're the head coach, and you thought at that point the best thing for me to do is get out of the way because there are better there are better people who could do this job. I think that there's a rift forming between him and the locker room. I don't know. This is all speculation. We're just talking. We're having a discussion. I think, mm-hmm. I think that there was a disconnect between him and his young players, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. I think they had Marcus Smart then. Marcus Smart, and you also remember, you had Kyrie on that team. Mm, you're right. So when all of that happened, is that Kyrie the story? Did Kyrie just say, you know what? I, I don't even want to coach. I got to coach people like you. I don't even want to coach. I just go be a VP now. To answer your question, I would one hundred. I would one hundred percent move from head coach to vice president of the organization. No hesitation. I'm sure the salary may be a maybe a cut, but I'm one hundred percent sure as you being part of the executive leadership team of the organization, you get way more stock options, or I'm really privately owned, or way more. Uh, bonuses that compensate you for the loss that you have in, from being a coach. So you getting just as much money or more money without the pressure. Yeah, I'm taking that job. 100%. See, I'm probably... Mm. You, you stay there you want see, to. I don't know if I... I'll, I'm probably keeping the job. Because I'm like, ah, nah, I could be the guy who win us... And I got these guys. Got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And I, I, I... And you don't think Brad Stevens is the guy that's winning those championships now? You just gave him and said shout out. you. We are talking about him because you said shout out to Brad Stevens. Yeah, but the reason I said shout out to Brad Stevens is after he did that, which I think in hindsight is a really big and kind of an adult move. I don't think anybody's ever said anything else about Brad Stevens. I don't think he's gotten any more credit since he he left. 
what what not many how many of your executives do you really want to see in the news he's not the gm i don't think i don't think he is you're right but still to make that type of decision it's a hell of a move i think it's unprecedented actually i think it deserves more credit than he's getting that was my whole motive behind the whole brad stevens because after the thing happened it was like oh well lucky you and then it worked ever since he left they've been better so he made 3.6 million and we reported on it kind of like you know we said it was white privilege so Mm -hmm. if if we're gonna say that and you got to come back and follow up and be like you know what he might have made the right move now he made yudoka he made some moves (laughs) <laughs> they got him moved out of there. He's president of basketball operations. It's like it's like going from Nate McMillan to Travis Schling. Yeah, that's a hell of a that's a hell of a promotion. He went he took Danny Ainge's spot. Danny Ainge left, and they put him in Danny Ainge's spot and brought in I'm Udoka. I'm Udoka. Ime Udoka brought in Joe Mazzula. I'm pretty sure Joe Mazzula is probably head of because Ime Udoka's defense. Joe Mazzula seems like he's more offense. That's the other part is you be bringing in guys to be a part of your organization. They end up being your successor. LP and Nate, Udoka, and Missoula. That's the price of having a good team, though. That's the price of having a good uh, coaching staff. I mean, we see in football, I don't know about being a successor, but your value as a leadership, as a leader in leadership, is how many other leaders you can make. So I mean, if you have a good staff, and then all of your staff become—I mean, look at Bill. I mean, um, I guess Bill Parcells. Look at all coaching trees. All those people yeah, are being—they don't—they don't be like you're successful. Like, hey, I'm taking. Give me your job. You know, most of the time, like a staff, like a lot of those guys have coaching staffs. They kind of yeah. like, yeah, and they move out. They move, but it's this is like, bro, we just gonna take your job. But you, well, I mean. Go. Well then, shout out to Danny Ainge. When has anybody ever been fired? <laughs> and then every move after that, every person that you put in place, they just move up. And Danny Ainge got fired. They move. What's his name up? Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens brought in email. Or you, you was in the wrong place to begin with. The people who kept high, who kept giving you promotions should have been stopped. Mm, but hey, I mean, Danny, he, he won a championship. He won a championship he with went Boston. Out there and stop fleecing them people. So. He won, a, just he won a championship agent. with Boston and Fleets Brooklyn and got all them picks and yeah, turned them yeah, into yeah, the yeah, Boston man. Celtics that they are right now. <laughs> I don't know why y'all haven't learned that if you're making a deal with Danny Ainge, you are getting robbed. That's all he specializes in doing. He don't make a trade. He robs you. Every you time. Need to decide. As soon as he sends you that office, she burn it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't even lie to you, but uh, Look at Walker Kessler, perfect <laughs> <Are we> example. <laughs> uh, uh, but shout out to 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 Joe Mazzula though to bring it all back. Shout out to Joe Mazzula. Um, he has been promoted to head coach. I'm interested to see his contract. Um, hopefully he gets paid what he's what he's owed, what he deserves. I think they've got the two cornerstones oh, of that you think team. I'm not getting paid. I think the two cornerstones of that team are locked are logged in in terms of uh, contracts for like the next three to four years. So they are they playing they playing well, man. They're they're whatever they're doing is working. I guess is what I'm trying to say. 
Every everything they doing is work. <laughs> it ain't nothing they do that don't work. Nope. Uh make, me, make my team make me sick. Speaking of my team, hey man, shout out to AJ Griffin. Uh Adrian Griffin. So f- for those that don't know, uh Adrian Griffin Jr. is the son of I want y'all to make sure that y'all see that on the screen for those that are watching. And for those that are listening, I'm gonna tell y'all. Uh his father is Adrian Griffin Sr. Also better known as Dr. Adrian Griffin Sr. Uh, he has not been. They do not say doctor in front of him. But y'all need to make, put some respect on that man's name. But anyway, uh, Dr. Griffin said, I played in the first Rising Stars game back in 1999. And now I get to see my son play tonight. Funny how things come full circle. And this is Adrian Griffin, AJ Griffin of the Hawks getting off the uh playing after he goes to play the rising stars that's that's got to be a cool little moment yeah i mean that's that's you've built a legacy yeah man and aj played pretty well man he i will say he's a really smart basketball player and he just made all the right plays in the all-star game <laughs> and it's, next year he got a little bit more flair yeah he gotta get a little bit more flair See, this is not, but no, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Unflare yourself. Make good basketball decisions. It'll take you a long way in life. Yeah, I hear you start playing for these all star games. You look like these fools do anything in game. You're a smart basketball player. Continue to make good basketball decisions. Thank you. Maybe <laughs> Nate will play. He's a little bit more. Now that we desperate. And, <laughs> and he already said that he is going to be part of the three point com- competition next year he actually wanted to be part of it this year they told him no because you're a rookie and i'd be like man screw y'all and i'm gonna tell y'all like this <laughs> he ain't gonna show up like julius randall did Woo! juju juju man i hope that's next because i don't Slew know how ju. i had this ordered yeah there it is slew Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, first off, Julius, 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 Julius. Slew you, Smith Schuster. <laughs> we you don't talk terrible. about we don't talk about anybody. Um, Julius Randall is a great man and father. But I text y'all. I can hear my granddaddy's voice right now saying, "Hey, that boy cry too much." Like, hey, hey. Now, Julius' son loves his father. He is emotionally nah, invested. I'm not putting in, that on him. I'll be the same way. Especially my dad out there shooting his <laughs> air balls. Uh, no, nah, but stop. No, I just what I hate is that they keep showing his son crying. I'm like, hey, he's just a kid though. But hey, I can man, definitely feel. Yeah, he's an old man. He's heartbroken. Julius is like, yo, it's the All Star game, man. Stop crying. But um, I'm just happy. The issue is y'all kid don't love y'all like Julius kid love him. He hurt. Hey, (laughs) if I'm hurt, you hurt too. That's hey man. See, that's good parenting right there. He put it all (laughs) on the floor. I like I like him too, man. Like little little Julius. Now Julius, we told you last episode. Look at the the presentation. (laughs) Look at the card they had. You had no business there. You look like you shooting an underhanded free throw. Everybody else is in peak physical condition, dropping a three from the logo. So we told you this was going to happen. This is not a surprise to me and Reggie. We had already discussed this. Now, what you subjecting your kid to watch you shoot these terrible threes? Well, 
I, I don't think he you thought this through. Julius, I went back and looked at a lot of Julius Randle's threes. Julius ain't really the best set shots for three point shooter. He's he's more of a he's pull not up the on best the three point shooter. Well, oh, I mean, uh, no, oh, Steph is. You know what I mean? I mean, his his three point shots are more catch. Not he's not set. It's more of coming off the curl. Come has the ball in his hand. He's dancing. Step back. Or like he's a rhythm shooter. Like this is just this is straight set this is shot. for shooters. Yeah, yeah. This is for the, set you, shooters. This for people who shoot threes. Like that's a major part of their game. And I'm a very big Julius Randle fan. I think mm-hmm. probably somehow one of the biggest Julius Randle fans. But this was not for you, my friend. He had no business doing this. What I would not mind now that I that we've kind of matriculated is. Maybe like I want to see some center shoot threes. I would like a big three point contest and a little three point contest, and then have them shoot against each other at the end of the game. That'd be a long night. This was already three hours to that night. That'd be <laughs> that'd be a long. Not night. for that part though. The, the three point contest is pretty fast. You shoot one time, and then it's the finals. <laughs> you don't make it. So what? <laughs> I like that. There's no point. Let's not uh, no semifinals, no back and forth. Hey, you got 30 seconds. Shoot them all. Yeah, man. But I, but I, hey. I definitely want to. I want to see because I, w- I would like to see like a like a John Collins, Julius. Who are some other of those type of guys? Chris Stapps. Well, I want to see those guys. Carl Anthony Towns won it last year, didn't he? He did. That's about all he won last year and this year. Well, uh, you know. Bevin Rogers for everybody. They tried to make it like Randall was the first big in the three-point contest like Cat wasn't, is it? See? Sneaky be right there with me. Um, but, yeah, Julius, hey, man, don't enter this no more. You you know what you need to do, Julius? Julius need to do the skills He didn't enter this year. He did not enter this this year. They told Nobody. him, <laughs> you got to do, do this. <laughs> Nobody else is coming to Utah. Every seat has been booked. They ain't coming, Julius. So we need <laughs> you to do us a favor. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next next year you'll do the skills competition. Do the skills competition. You'll be all right. I promise. But if you're telling me that you'd rather have Julius shoot like this instead of A.J. Griffin because he's a rookie, well, you're entitled to your own opinion. Sound like Nate. Hey, man. <laughs> then there was the dunk competition. Now, the last two years, I think it was last year was just, I think I, last year may have been the first time I turned off the dunk competition mid-competition. Normally, I'm either not going to watch it or I'm going to watch it to the end. I may have turned it off last year. I, I can't remember, which further convinces me that I turned it off because I can't remember the dunk contest last year. I just know it started, it was awful, and I turned it off. This year, they decided to bring Trey Murphy, who... Um, he reminds me of like the 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 second coming of um, sneaky Rashard Lewis. He reminds me of Rashard Lewis that played for the Magic uh, with Dwight Howard when they went to the championship against Kobe and got beat. He's he's a solid six. I didn't realize he was six nine six ten, um, and he can shoot the three, and apparently he can dunk. And before he said, he told us every dunk that he was gonna do. So like the the reverse tomahawk jam that he did, uh, the alley oop no 
no uh no bounce that was interesting that was creative um he clear it was clearly between him and mac mcclone though like it was well it was clearly between mac mcclone and everybody else and he was the best of everybody else <laughs> that's a great way to put that <laughs> so shout out to trey but murphy to watch man him, yeah go ahead. to watch him call every dunk though is amazing that part i'm not gonna play you, keep going yeah, because you never like because especially like I listened to Dominique and Vinny talk about their dunk contest wins, and they asked him like, "Do you plan them out? Do you think it out?" And Dominique said, "No, not at all." And then Vin was like, "I kind of thought about what I wanted to do in my head, and then you get out there, and then that just kind of goes goes to shit." So this was my this favorite man, of him right here when he had Alvarado this, come in, Grand Theft A, and come in and steal the ball. That was tough. So this was no uh, the yeah this I think this might have been my least favorite. Though. Well, what I'm he's saying is hella, he, he's a hell of a dunker, but the dunk contest there's only so many dunks that you can do now. I mean, especially at six nine, everything that he can do, everything has been done. He can't. He's a, everything's already been done. So to have, uh, you got to get creative. So to have Grand Theft Alvarado come out there, that's tough. I did like that. I like that dunk. Um, then he talked about the tomahawk reverse windmill. This is my favorite. This was tough. This is my favorite. So for y'all to listen, this had, was his second dunk. He had dunk. a lot of charisma for a guy who's relatively quiet in the NBA. Then he does this. Ooh, ain't he a rookie? He, he played at Kansas last said, year. And y'all said that uh, Zion? No. Again, what? Well, it's only so many spots on the floor you can play. He's not a four. He's a three. He, okay. All right. And you got what? Brandon Ingram? Yeah. Well, he's the six. Jackson Hayes? Jackson Hayes uh, ain't starting. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, man, we trade Zion. Should have been traded. <laughs> but his dunk is amazing. And so then, then he also, talked I about mean, the, this one was the, good, too. The 360, no, uh, the 360 joint. This was tough, too. Did the Paul George dunk? That was the Paul George dunk. So the three sixty from the side that was tough. Uh, Carl Malone, I'm gonna let y'all know right now. Carl Malone was a big hater of uh, of Trey Murphy. You know, he damn near Baltimore himself. Well, he who shall not be named. <laughs> Throw him in that category. And then he did a three sixty windmill self lob. This no was bounce. my favorite. Now this was it was cre- this was the most creative dunk to me. Because he the ball never hits the floor. Nope. Nope. That was creative. Look, Mac McClung out there with the tats ready. Mac McClung. So, and then he said a whole bunch of different tricks, man. So, shout out to Trey Murphy for at least making it uh, competitive. But this man right here, Mac McClung, the fewest NBA games by any player to win the dunk contest was pre before Mac McClung. Kobe Bryant at 39. Mac McClung has played two. He's the second player 6'2 or shorter with 350s in a single dunk contest, joining Spud Webb. And a lot of people didn't know this. I, I actually tried to get somebody with this fact after right after he won. Um, I tried to bet somebody. I was like, yo, he's the first sixer to win. And it was like, no, Dr. J. I was like, uh, I don't know if you play not, basketball not, not history. So fast, my friend. Dr. J definitely won in the ABA. Friend, but uh, so Mac McClung was out here, and 
we knew he was a viral sensation from high school. I didn't know he was going to do all of this. Look at everybody's reaction for those that are watching. You see Giannis, Gabrielle Union, Alvarado. Uh, I forgot his name. Who picked him? Who picked him to win? Who picked him to win? We both did. Did you pick? Oh, you did. I think He's, I convinced see you. See what I mean? Hey, I, I, I told y'all he loves saying who, who picked me, 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 me. You, boy, you Wait, are. did it? Look I, at, think, now, I thought you definitely I, I definitely thought you had some hesitation at first. I thought you didn't you pick somebody else first? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, nah, I'm gonna go. No, I was I was debating between Mac McClung and Kenya Martin Jr. And I was like, well, I'm gonna go with Mac McClung. But I Mac McClung Mac, Mac gotta leave it out here on the floor. This is it for him. <laughs> Duh, uh, this is just the rest of it. Oh yeah, same energy. So <laughs> Oh, uh, this uh, tough picture right here. Tough picture. But I wanted to see, I was trying to find the actual dunks of Mac McClung, but he did some, like, what Shashak's reaction. <laughs> well, the thing he about Mac McClung was, year. oh, God, he made more money that night than he made in his career earnings. You know what? <laughs> the bad part about it is you're running everybody off next year. I'm Zion. I'm not competing next year against him. You know what's crazy? He can't palm the basketball. Like all his dunks are two hand, two hands, because he can't palm the basketball. You notice that? What he did? His head, his head is at the rim. At five foot ten, he's listed at five eleven. I'm being generous at five ten. I think he's five nine, and his his head is at the rim. He did a five forty. He did a five forty two hand windmill dunk to end he, the game. He should not have done this during. They, they have to move the All-Star <laughs> game out of the month of February. You cannot have done this on Black History Month. We don't deserve it. It's over. We had to close up early. <laughs> you know, they might set a... Nah, man. This is... Did it for Utah. <laughs> oh, what's did you say they did it for you? Thought they let the white dude win. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't, first off, they ain't let him win nothing. Uh -oh. Wow, what oh, is no, that? Man. We got a little, got a little yeah. uh, Chinese so, weather balloon. Got a little, <laughs> got a little Chinese weather balloon in the chat over here. Uh, hey man, come on, man, release us, bro. It's us, it, and it's it, Black History Month. It's Black History Relax. Month, man. Y'all, y'all chill out. But shout out to Mac McClung, man. Shout out to Mac McClung. Uh, where else? What else we got? What else we got? The Kyrie eight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, Kyrie. sir. Kyrie busts out them shaman sevens on y'all. Y'all not ready. So these are Kyrie's that have been modified. You know, Kyrie was dropped from Nike. Um and they uh, they quickly signed John ja Morant. Is there a way that I could let's not say he was dropped from Nike? Nike and Kyrie Irvin decided to mutually Go their separate ways. Sure. They they Kyrie were was sick of them. They were <laughs> the tomahawks. Uh, <laughs> I call them the moccasins. So he basically all he did was take. Looks like he modified some Kyrie eights because if you remember, he uh I think he drew on them when he first came back and played. So that it wasn't. Well, he Nike also didn't like the shoe. He never liked this shoe to begin with. So this yeah, he did better. say that. He said he hated it. You can cover the whole shoe up. 
<laughs> That's tough though. That actually now what'll be interesting is if Nike tries to come out with a shoe like this, which I can see. Cuz Nike, I don't know if y'all been paying attention. I'm not a shoe head, but there's so I I do like money and business. They have been putting the squeeze, <laughs> the rain dancer ones. They have been putting the squeeze on all of these shoe modification businesses, all the ones that like uh will the custom copy shoes the exact logo and or then- or copy the shoe and then put like another logo on there where they have a copyright of the design of the shoe and they are shutting everybody down, uh, which means they losing money. So. I wouldn't be surprised no, if they try to come think, out here. I don't think it's losing money. I think that they wait for these other people to make some money so they can take the money from them for all the money that they make. I can't take that something from somebody who don't get anything. But, babe, you got some money. Let me get that. Uh, I can't think of it. The, the dude with the lightning bolt. K-I-Y? Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. that is. Oh, you think you're popular now. Well, funny story. I have just enough time and I already got this lawsuit set up. For the last people to do this, shout out copy, to copy, just, paste. Yes. <laughs> Drop right that in there. Hey, y'all send me y'all bread. And y'all getting rich, right, babe? You have all, Pharrell be wearing your sneakers all the time, right? For like mm-hmm. a decade now. Send me my bread. Oh, you talk about Pharrell's shoes that he came Feel night, baby. I had a pair. Send it to yeah. the crib. Them ice creams was awful. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know. Uh, Kyrie came oh, out with, but I also want to let y'all know, Kyrie, please release these. I will wear these. Oh, one hundred percent. I definitely would buy these. These are tough. These are the the concept is actually tough as all get out. Um, boy, so you I old definitely buy those, huh? You old as hell. Tough as all. I'm trying not to curse. I curse a lot. I'm trying not to curse. Uh, and then there was the game. So in the game, y'all know LeBron broke the record. They they honored him and all of that stuff. They honored the three. Uh, they had to find a way to honor Carl uh, uh, Malone. Um, <laughs> Kyrie Mother Earth. <laughs> uh, but uh, SGA and the Thunder beat LeBron on that night in the Lakers. And, Ky- and SGA kind of – he didn't steal the show because, I mean – LeBron's record is crazy, but to score forty, to score forty and win the game, is tough. And LeBron uh, didn't play any defense the whole game. And SGA said, "The one time I try to go get a dunk, LeBron blocks my shot, and he ended up hurting his finger too." Karma. I mean, I don't blame. I I'd have did the same thing. Yeah, some level my undercover night. pettiness. <laughs> yeah, LeBron is petty. Yeah, you, uh, LeBron, hey, we know LeBron is petty. Hey, this year might be chicken fight levels of, of of beef. As far as I'm concerned, it's up for as long as I'm in the NBA and you in the NBA. Well, that means I only have a few more years to deal with you, and you getting older. You right, <laughs> and I still stress on you, big dog. <laughs> That'll be the. I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm a fifty point you for the rest of my career. I'm, yeah. and I'm not gonna. Say if you're LeBron or SGA, both. It's up. <laughs> it's gotta be up for for SGA. You can't wait oh, yeah. for. Hey, this he one, said he got some for him. First. He said I got some for him. Don't worry about it. He said I got some. But if it's for LeBron. Him. LeBron, I'm giving you 50 every time. Hey, Josh Giddy, it's going to be a rough night for you. You know what I'm not here? I'm finna <laughs> dog walk you, my friend. Hey, send uh, SGA out here. Somebody have to guard me. I might move the point guard. 
me and you. So I'm trying to figure out where to go from here because we have so much to talk about. I don't shout out to Luke and Bayamute. Uh he's been signed by CAA as an agent. Uh Luke and Bayamute is best known for finding is it Pascal Siakam and Joel Embiid, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I know he found Joel, but I think he found Pascal OG Siakam too. too. But I feel like I mean at the end of the day, the reason I really wanted this to be talked about was having a player as an agent specifically an African player as you go into the NBA Africa and all of that is extremely important on making sure these guys get good contracts, make sure that structurally and fundamentally that league works well. And I think it's going to provide a ton of results of great basketball players from Africa. Oh yeah. Did you see that 13 year old kid that, that just scored in the league 56 points, 35 rebounds, 10 blocks, six steals, whatever he had. He ain't doing that 13. on me. <laughs> okay. He for sure ain't doing that He's on six me. He's 6'9". What you going to do? Oh, uh, you'll be 6'6 <laughs> six, six for the rest of this game. I'm going for your knees, my friend. You're not. It's only so much you can do before I'm frustrated. I'm like, well, put me out of here anyway. <laughs> uh, not, get that, you, like, not pulling a Bo Jackson. Just get yourself kicked out. You know what? I ain't about to embarrass me. Absolutely. I wasn't. I'm, I was never going to be a real basketball player anyway, so we're done here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. So we're going to get into free agency. I had to open up all these links. But this is the move everybody's talking about, though. Now, before we get here, Gilbert Arenas said this a while ago. Well, on his podcast. he They've been talking Russell Westbrook up ever since they pretty much traded him and said, you know, we're going to get rid of Russell Westbrook. Gilbert Arenas said this man alone changes who wins the championship. It was actually an interesting perspective. Let's listen to it alone changes he changes who wins the championship this year believe it or not if he decides to say you know what y'all want to put my name and y'all don't think i can do this i'm going to phoenix i'm i'm already getting 43 million i'll take a dollar and i'm going to phoenix who's beating them right like he's coming off the bench in phoenix what Right? Like you think what? you think KD would let that ride? I'm asking you. This man alone if if Westbrook calls KD and say, I wanna come help win the championship, I'll come off the bench. KD's not gonna say, All right. Really? If he goes to Boston, you don't think that makes them the the better team and the better no. than the Bucks. Oh, you don't think that puts them over the edge? If he goes to Milwaukee, you don't think that puts them over there. If he goes to Philly, you know, if, if he goes, he's the player no, that no know. one. I don't know. I don't care who, who else is out there. There's only one player that can really. What if he wants to Golden State? You got to remember, if he's driving, no one's helping off cake. <laughs> like Jordan Poole. Like, I, I don't I don't understand. That wouldn't be they a really good They don't understand how important. That's fair. This player is. This player is to changing who can actually win the championship. Now, Gilbert has a really don't. good podcast, Go but I, I actually agree to a certain extent uh, with what he's saying. He on that one. As long as it's a team, I think he slid a fact in there that you can't overlook. He has to go to a team that has all shooters or 
majority shooters so that you can't help off of him. He's not the person that could finish in traffic anymore. He's not that person. But he can still get by you now. If it's one on one, he's gonna get by you. But he can't he can't he's not as dynamic to just elevate over three people and lay the ball up. He can't uh-huh. do that anymore. Because they sag off of him because okay. he can't shoot. So in the right, like in this kind of is it's kind of cliche to say, but in the right system, sure, he can be fantastic. I I think he can he can still be very difficult for a lot of people to deal with. But it's still mm-hmm. you is still precedent on being in the exact right system. You can't put him and Ben Simmons on the floor together. It's a train wreck. But <sighs> it is. It's surely a train wreck. I'm not disagreeing. bricks and bricks. I'm just talking about but, what about the Clippers though? Like what? How does this? You got rid of Reggie Jackson. You got rid of uh, Luke Kennard. You brought in Bones Highland. You brought in uh, Eric Gordon. Now you bring in Russell Westbrook. Eric Gordon can shoot. Bones Highland is a dynamic scorer. Russell Westbrook is all energy and can drive to the basket. You, you to me, lost two shooters and brought in one. To me, I I don't know Bones Highland to be a great three point shooter. So my thing with this is this was an okay move. I think this I don't hate this move. I think that PG and Westbrook have a good relationship. I think that. Now, the real thing about this is, is who is the leader of this team? Um, because Kyrie, 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 you, geez. Kawhi doesn't do Kawhi and Kyrie. Paul George are not, is not really the most dominant or, you know, leadership heavy guy. But Russ is, might probably coming off the bench. You mean probably? But you know his his personality. <laughs> who's their starting one? I don't know who the Clippers starting one is. Not John Wall. Oh, well, might be Russ. Exactly. And I I don't know how. I don't hate the move, but I also don't love it. Who's there for? Um. No. 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 Vooch is the five. I think. Like. I mean, Kawhi and Paul George both. Six nine. Okay, then what who's four, the, what four are they gonna give him a problem? Who's the two? Bones Highland? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Um That's a lot that's know? a lot of that's a lot of Reggie Jackson type basketball. That's a lot of a lot of difficult shots. Oh, Terrence Mann is the one, Paul George is two. Forgot about Terrence Mann. Yeah. Terrence Mann is crazy. Yeah, it, Terrence Mann is, is crazy. Is Russ going? Is Russ? And you gonna said Vooch. Okay His, <laughs> His name is definitely Zubat. His name is definitely Zubat. Vooch. I meant I meant Zubas. I actually like Zubas too. But Lakers gave him away for. Is a he going to be cool playing behind? Like the balancing Terrence Mann and Russell Westbrook. I don't know exactly how you do that. 
Uh, Terrence Mann has a better jump shot. Russell Westbrook now, I is. Will. Well, Terrence Mann is the one that's gonna play the defense. He's a defensive. He's re- He's a defensive combo guard. He can guard one, two, and three. Mm-mm. I don't like this team. I'm gonna tell you why. No shooting. I know why I don't like it. No, because you also got Norm Powell and Batum, so you got shooter. Batum is the four. But but where do you okay? So something here just got to change. Marcus Morris is currently the starting four. I think that you're probably gonna have to move. I think you're gonna have to move everybody up. I think you might have to start Russ and just let Kawhi play the four, which I don't hate. That's a lot of wear and tear. Well, I mean, the four ain't really the four of what we used to think it was. No. What so, four is what? I mean, Draymond? Michael, I mean, yeah, the West power forwards are not really the the biggest issue in the world. I might actually be okay with that. Yeah. But yeah, and they let don't Bones, have Aaron, the only Gordon. Do they still have Robert Covington? Yeah, but he's way down there. Why that's no, somebody that needs to play? He's a four. Yeah, I think four. I think that I actually think that. Oh, they got Mason Plumley too. That's a that was a solid pickup on the low. But I think Kawhi playing the four actually helps him out. He don't have to chase many people around. Yeah, they don't really have a four. Boy, they got a mere coffee. No, nah, and I I think that most teams. I mean, I think that he can guard Aaron Gordon with the Nuggets. Now, when you play against Jaron Jackson Jr., you might have a problem. The Kings, he'd be fine with Keegan Murray. The Suns, Ooh. they have a small. Are oh, you talking about Kawhi? He would be, yeah. No, Kawhi gonna Kawhi be good. Guard yeah. anybody. He gonna guard anybody. Can't nobody. You can't do nothing with him. You can't move yeah. him. If he decides that you yeah, are not I, gonna go past the free throw line, you are not gonna go past the free throw line until he yeah, goes out. Of the I game. think that. I think that him playing the four allows him to basically take somebody completely out of the game and still have Paul George take, you know, your best perimeter play out of the game. Now, what they can do is switch the one through the four. They can switch everybody, uh, 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 starters and bench, because they only got they got Mason Plumlee and Zubac at the five. Which is everybody cool. else just hey guard the guy in front of you guard the person this is like zone blocking but defensive wise in basketball anybody come in this area right here y'all y'all guard him and that I mean switch now I don't know Russell it didn't seem like the best defender but when you got Kawhi and Paul George and Terrence Mann behind you you could be the fourth best defender on the court <laughs> you know it is what it is it's interesting to see this I I I will be tuned in April fifth. Or is it fifteenth, April fifth or fifteenth, when they play the and Lakers? I, think he'll I will be tuned in for defense. that game. He'll be a better, he'll be a better defensive player on a better defensive team. Think so? You got to, you just got to clean up on whatever Paul George and Kawhi loose balls ain't they? You know, you should be good. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, Yo, <laughs> hey, hey, man. I, I was going in one direction and went in another direction and tried to euro step through the lane and they just blocked you. <laughs> I ain't say that. I just said okay. We had a cyber attack near podcast. We we potted right through it. Don't matter. Can't stop, <laughs> stop, baby. Oh man, hey man, I I threw this in on the list because I wanted y'all to see 
folks, Gilbert Arenas calls for widespread drug testing after NBA players vote Trey Young 12th best guard in the NBA. And best guard, guard. Yeah. Still not the 12th best guard. Players and it was in the NBA, East. Where's my this is hey NBA? No, is, in the NBA. Okay, there was a vote on um players, you know, ranking players in the East and West. No, it was and East. there was the players ranked Trey Young 12. Now, I want you to do is drug test them <laughs> ASAP. And I don't talk, I'm not talking about weed. I'm talking about the good stuff. Yeah, 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 y'all, they yeah it's among East they, guards. They, whoever, all the players that not voted. Not the 12th best guard. Trey Young. But to- if you look here, all on, guards. He's third. In the East, the, the, the graphic was 12th best guard in the East. He's not the 12th best guard in the East, but he might be the 12th best guard in the NBA. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know who I. He's eight to 12 for sure. In the West, um, Devin Booker. Luca, Booker, Steph, Ja, SGA, James Harden. S six, mm-hmm. uh, so he's Spider, he... Jalen Brown. That's eight, and I'm missing. I'm missing more people. Yeah, Halliburton. He's eight to twelve. Uh, Sneaky said Luca is a forward. <laughs> Luca is a point guard. <laughs> um, um, I don't, like I said, I don't. I don't rate Halliburton. Kyrie. I don't rate Howard ahead is, of him. I, there's there's a few people that were rated ahead of and, him in the East that I was like, no, nah, that ain't it. Even the even when I conceded that he may be six, um, I was like, I I'm still not convinced Halliburton is better than him. He's he's having a good year. It's cool. You do oh, believe you're getting Steph, Dane too. You're getting Dane too. Don't make me say something that I don't. I mean, don't make me tell the truth on the podcast. Tell the truth. No, no, don't be no. Uh-uh. I think Trey's better than Dame right now. You think Trey is better one, than Dame? Yes, if I got to pick one for right now for going forward. Trey Young is 11th in the league in scoring. Dame is fourth. Dame is averaging 31 points a game. How many assists? Seven. 31 7 and thir- 31 and 7 versus Trey Young um 27 yeah. 27 10. And 10 yeah Trey Young Trey. right now Thank you Trey right now he is second in the league in assists right now Taking Trey Taking Trey so before all them so this 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 oh come on ESPN real time So out of all of them right now Trey in stats wise is sixth best in the league stats wise yes but you know that trey stats are probably their skew he should not shoot as many shots so is jordan clarkson so is tyler hero i mean it's a lot of skew those guys should not even wait 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 wait, wait. let me clarify those guys should not be in the same category as steph they are at firm i say two steps down between steph I mean, that's Steph, Trey. So, Trey, then there's a gap. 
Then there is Jordan Clarkson and Tyler Hero. I think so those right guys now, are. Are you taking De'Aaron Fox are, over Trey Young? Who? De'Aaron Fox? No. But it depends on how Sacramento ends the season. Are you taking really? Uh, yes. Are you taking Jalen Brunson over Trey Young? No. Darius Garland. Never in a million Darius years. Garland. Let let. No. Jordan Tom Clarkson. Man. No hell no. Tyler Hero. He's a six man. Tyler Hero. Hell no. Jamal six Murray. Man. No six man. Well, not starter, but no. Nah, I'm close. Don't even put them in the same category. Don't no. So I just named seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve in points for point for point guards. Trey is six. Now Steph isn't on here because Steph is hurt. But I just named seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. And Halliburton's thirteen. Now, if you want to do it by is thirteen better than all of those guys. If you want to do better than every guy that you name. If you want to do it by assists, Trey is actually leading the league in assists. 10.3. Halliburton's yeah. at 10.1. I think, I think he has the easiest way to get to 10.3, though. Uh, Who do you think, think so. of the assist leaders has an easier rail to go than Trey? In terms of assists and yes. shooting? I think Halliburton has a yeah. pretty good pretty good team to get assists for. You think better than Trey? You think the Pacers? So this is what I'm gonna say: take Trey off of the Hawks. <sighs> take <laughs> you said Halliburton. <laughs> who who was the person? I want to make Halliburton. Sure. Halliburton. 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 Take take Halliburton off the Pacers. What do the Pacers have left? Benedict Matherin, Buddy Hield, Miles Turner. Uh, I'm missing ish. I'm missing some some folks. I'm missing some folks. I don't know the Pacers. No, you aren't. The next best person they probably have is Chris Duarte. Um, possibly. Yeah. Maybe. I gotta go to the Pacers. I don't know the like I said. I don't know the Pacers roster. But we they ain't got it. it. They ain't Buddy got Hill, it. I, I'm I'm yeah, confident in saying people. It is not anywhere near Nimhar. close to the Hawks. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Daniel. All right, now look at the Hawks. Collins. Offensive monster. DeAndre he? Hunter. He ain't been offensive, offensive monster. monster. He's still, no matter what, his efficiency, he's still the third most efficient Hawk in. in but he's, he's not an offensive. Offensive monster, is. he's not an offensive monster. But every time you're throwing the ball, he makes the baskets. That's what you're saying. No. <laughs> That's what you're saying. I'm saying he's not an offensive monster. <laughs> if, if you're the third most efficient scorer for an organization, then yes, when I'm passing the ball, there's a very high chance he's going to make the shot, Rich. TJ McConnell. No, I'm not talking about TJ McConnell, Kev. Okay. So <laughs> next, Collins, Hunter, three-level score. You have DeJounte Murray, all-star. You have Bulky. Bogey, the Serbian sniper. You have AJ Griffin. There are plenty of people. Who who on this? I mean, 
I guess Buddy Hield is this, is the best scorer that they have. Miles Turner can shoot threes, which is what and Benedict Matherin. Uh, I mean, he's given uh, everybody you named on the Hawks. He's given offensively. He's given them problems, except for maybe DeAndre Hunter. But at the end of the day, the Hawks have a bunch of guys who can score buckets on every level. Okay. The Pacers do not. Hence the reason the Pacers are a worse team. Now, 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 now. Y'all say Halliburton is better than Trey because Halliburton has them in the had them at the time in the sixth position. And they are on a, is, is they are they are on a hell of a they sure. are a hell of a losing streak right now. Yeah, Halliburton well, sucks. Halliburton does not average as many points or assists as Trey. Neither one, and they have a worse record. So how, if those were y'all three factors for Halliburton being better than Trey, if those three factors are now null and void, how is he better than Trey? Who on their team is as good as DeJounte Murray? Why are you not answering my question? Because that like the season has evolved now. They've played they've played two thirds of the season. Okay. So now I can tell that Halliburton is playing better, and and it's closer now. Trey has played has played better. You would agree to that, right? Mm-hmm. The last I would say probably seven to ten games from Trey have been. The only thing Halliburton is better now his shooting percentage is better, for sure. But Trey has played better. better as of recently. Yeah, but Trey has averaged ten assists the whole season. Yeah, but he was shooting terribly. He was having the worst shooting. He's having the worst shooting uh, season of his life, and he's still averaging more. Well, yeah, because you shoot. You, you average more points and more assists. And you average more assists. How many? So what's well, he's how many more shots he getting than Halliburton? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I can't. What at that? Well, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Halliburton, uh, he shoots four more shots than Halliburton a game. Four. Halliburton shoots shoots on average shoots fifteen. Trey shoots nineteen. Well, yeah, that's that's that should get you four more points. So how is he better? Fifty percent of clip. So so how is he better? That was my whole question. That's my whole question. <laughs> oh, the easy answer. E- e- okay, so yeah, let's let's track that. So the scoring, we say if Halliburton shot two more shots, he get four more points. They'd be tied, right? Oh no 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 no. Halliburton is averaging nineteen point nine points a game. Trey is averaging twenty seven. So twenty and twenty seven. Okay. So no. Okay. So, all right. So we'll get him to like twenty three oh. versus twenty seven. Hmm? Okay. Halliburton is a pretty good defender, right? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I not that is a question. Is. That is an answer that I cannot. I I can't add. But he is averaging one point eight. A, he's averaging one more steal. One more steal is a lot of steals. You know what it is. You know what it is. Halliburton has less turnovers. That's that that would be where I would concede that he's better at Trey. He doesn't turn the ball over as much. Well, he, I mean, Trey averages part, four turnovers and he averages two. <laughs> I'm going to actually say that that is. This is going to sound weird to say, 
I'm sure that's it is. better. Yeah, it's better. Weird to say cause because I'm gonna tell you why. Trey on here. Is no because Trey's four turnovers <laughs> allow uh, us to come on, Kev, with the arithmetic. No, no, he's no, saying I if he shoots fifty percent, he's saying shoot fifty percent. But well, I see what you know. Trey has more turnovers, but we as a team have way less turnovers because he always has the ball in his hand. I will give him credit for that. If you look at the Pacers and look at us turnover wise, I bet you're not even close. What do you mean? We we have more turnovers? No, 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 no. We have we. That is one thing that Nate fixed. Our turnover game is not is not terrible anymore. We're one of the most responsible teams with the basketball in the NBA for the last since Nate has been there. We immediately yeah. were no longer turnover machines. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're one of the best. We're one of the most responsible teams in the NBA. So I'm gonna give Trey credit there, and I want y'all to take credit when I give him credit. I drink to that since y'all won't hate us. Wait, so okay, I leave it alone. I, I leave it. I I just wanted to hear. I knew I was gonna bring that argument back up when y'all made that. I was like, all right, well. But I'm telling you, Halliburton's still better. But <laughs> no, he's not. He is. Okay, we can agree to okay. disagree. Uh, um, hey man. So Kevin Durant is he the greatest mid range shooter ever? JJ Reddick says over the last these seventeen hundred times that a player has taken at least two hundred and fifty mid range jump shots in a season. There's been three times that a player has shot over fifty five percent. Those three players, it's probably Kevin Durant. Michael Jordan and Kobe. No, no, and no. It was Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant. <laughs> uh, Kevin, I mean, I don't under, I don't think this is far fetched for us to say this. I mean, we're calling Kevin Durant the greatest scorer of all time at this point, and there's really not a lot of people that can argue. Look at this; he's seven one that can argue against that. So I'm going to tell you this, Kevin Durant, the beauty of Kevin Durant, it Chris will always Bayless. outshine. It is what outshines LeBron. LeBron is a, had a better career. I don't think it's even really that close, but Kevin Durant's game is so beautiful. It's flawless. It's elegant. Well, Kevin Durant it, does like, what we wanted LeBron to do. We wanted LeBron to no, go to the post, and okay, he he wanted LeBron want to go to post, and we wanted LeBron to develop his mid range. That's what we wanted LeBron to do. I mean, LeBron developed his three point shot. This the since going, you know, since the game evolved, God. but LeBron doesn't really have a mid range. LeBron isn't, which is makes his feet so much more impressive that he's broke the scoring record without really having a mid-range shot. Well, I always wanted LeBron just to be the meanest player in, in the NBA, just dunk people's faces off. I really wish we put Russ's heart in LeBron and just created that wild savage. But I just never get that. But I can never not watch Kevin Durant play basketball because yeah. it looks so easy. It's you effortless. Can't guard, him. can't guard him. And it's... He, it's not like even the shots, they don't touch the rim. It's, but it's the it's handle, like he's too. He's playing basketball. Like, like, yes. like that's the evolution. He's evolved every shot. That's the dirt shot right there. He's evolved the dirt shot. Woo. 
crossed and PJ. What you doing, PJ? Oh, you you're not even close. It's like, why are you standing here? I'm gonna make this. Also, shout out to Old Man in the Three. It's an excellent podcast by JJ Reddick. He is positioning himself to be an excellent media personality. He's got a podcast and they got a thing going, but he's about to elevate to the next level, especially like for retirement now. But yeah. man, I could watch Kevin Durant play basketball from now to the end of the time. Yeah, man. So the Suns made the right the right move, man. He's a seven foot guard. I mean, it is what it is. The Suns made at, at the end of the day. Chris Paul is 30, I'm 37, so Chris Paul is 37. Chris Paul is 37 years old. He's only got so many more years, maybe two, left what? in the tank. Chris Paul playing. So you got oh, at this yeah. point, you got to go get Kevin Durant. It did cost you Michael Bridges, but you kept Aiton. But Bridges is out here. as as And on that team, in uh, – in the Nets, in, in Brooklyn, I mean, they don't really have a number one option. So I guess that number one option, yeah. I mean, who? No, they're number one. They're, they're going to go back to a team model. I like this team. It's balanced. You don't so gonna, really so have one person me. who you can key in on. You're going to, as soon as, at like next year, you're going to have a team. You're going to pay a couple players some money, but you won't max anybody. So you'll well, still have money. Well, they have Dinwiddie and um, Michael Bridges under contract already. I mean, Bridges signed that extension. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody else. Yeah, I mean, Cam Thomas gotta, is on his rookie year. You got to sign Claxton. Claxton. You're going to sign Claxton. And what's the boy? Uh, Christian. Uh, who was with? Who was at Phoenix? You have to pay him. Oh, Cam, he, Cameron, he Cameron Johnson. Cam Johnson. Yeah, Cameron Johnson. But you'll might, have, might let him walk, you'll still on. have a ton of money left over. And draft picks. And you did, yes, draft picks. And you'll have a team locked in already. You got everything that you need now. now I mean, he started hitting the mid He went 17 of 24 for 45 points. And this is against Jimmy in the heat. He was shrinking his game. Where was he going to be able to fit in? Aiden getting his buckets. Booker is the main scorer. Chris Paul is the ball handler. You're cleaning up whatever you got left. And you got, you got to learn and get confidence because that's a lot of it. When you play with those guys, you already know you guys are going to win a bunch of games anyway. You can get into your game and get into who you really are faster. They're going yeah. to... Yeah, they they look As like the better version of the Jazz. The Jazz started out and like this take, of everybody that could shoot and everybody that could get to the basket. The Nets look like a better version of that to me. All I'm looking for is one pissed off superstar. One of you need a place. Hey, come on, baby, come on. Hey, we superstar? Got you mean superstar? So who's a superstar to you? That's available. Everybody I would who? I would say like Zach Levine. Zach Levine would be pretty good on this team. Yeah, but I'm looking for a guy one more level up. I probably probably need a a four, a scoring four. Or I'm gonna tell you now, I hate John to say, Collins, it, I hate to be the, the John the, no, no. would be good on this team. I hate to team. be the bearer. I hate <laughs> to be the bearer of bad news, but Dejounte Murray. He's not on contract yet. 
don't know. I don't know. I don't I mean, they already got enough guards on the team. I think they need a four. Well, Cam Thomas scored 40 points in four straight games. I mean, it's one. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie is serviceable. That's two. Oh, well, you that's the there, – there is the piece right there. Dinwiddie to the bench. Um, I mean, you want Dinwiddie or you want DeJounte Murray? You want DeJounte Murray. You want DeJounte Murray. I mean – Wait, no. You answered the question. I didn't tell you the answer. Who do you want? Yeah, you Spencer did. Dinwiddie you said you want Spinwiddie or – you said Spencer Dinwiddie or DeJounte Murray. You want DeJounte Murray. It's not even close. Hey, Reggie, so, who would you like? You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know right now. I think DeJounte Murray's good. Um, you're, so are you telling me that you're having – I just want to be clear for communication's sake. Well, I mean, I had a point that yeah, I was I trying mean, to get to, but <laughs> uh, don't mind me stepping on that. Um, you got like to pick between Dinwiddie and Dejounte. You at this point have unreadiness. I'm just saying they have enough guards. I would rather them get a big. If you can get a scoring big on that team, because you already got the defensive big in Nicholas Claxton. You already said they got Marcus Morris or whatever. You need a scoring four, which is why I said John Collins. John Collins is on a team-friendly deal. He can spot up and hit the three. He can cut to the basket and dunk. Um, And they don't have any post players. They have no post players. The would ask for back? Am Johnson. No. You already got DeAndre Hunter. For sure. They take him to play the four. Cam Johnson at the four, we get cooked. <laughs> no way. Now I'm now I'm Googling. I'm on the Googles. He's six eight. He's six he's six eight, but yeah. They got him at uh yeah, he's power forward. I can see it. And he's a three point shooter. If that's we what lose I mean, a lot of rebounds. We lose a lot of rebounds. But that, but that's like that is the exchange. Is if you want a guy who does more dribbling and more shooting, then you're gonna there, that that guy who 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 dribbles, shoots, and does what John Collins does in the paint backside defense does not exist. Hey, he's an all star. Shit, he's Hall of Famer. Hell, <laughs> that that you're gonna have to make a sacrifice somewhere. You can't have everything you. Well, I, sure. I I think if well depends on I don't think we'll keep I mean if we're gonna talk about it I don't think we're gonna keep Nate so if you were to keep Nate that would be the move because you run pick and roll with Capella only and you stick Cam Johnson in the corner and then he can shoot threes all day that's for I Nate think, that's I great think that, I think that that's what they want to do I think that they want a guy like the more that we talk about a Cameron I mean he's not the defensively he's gonna get cooked he's gonna get cooked. And offensively, he's not really – he's not the trade that you – you want a guy who's actually a little bit – who has a little bit better handle. But he's got a better handle than John so Collins. Much. He's got a better handle than John Collins. Yeah, but you, yeah, I still don't really trust his handle. I, I, mean, I trust him more than John Collins. He's, I've seen John Collins yeah, look but, like he was in middle school dribbling the basketball. But what I'm saying is if when you trade John Collins, you really want a guy who has a handle close to like Pascal. Well, I mean – yeah, 
<laughs> okay, I mean, like you said, you, you said NBA for the, who else you gonna trade for other than Pascal at the Ford? It's gonna have a handle yeah. like Pascal. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean that that that's where you're kind of stuck. That's one more I'm person. Saying. You have to take the a guy. <laughs> Brandon Ingram. I mean, they're not gonna trade him for John Collins. I mean, that would be nah, one. He's, yeah. I mean that that's the reason that you really can't trade Collins is the guy who you trade for is never gonna be as good as Bobo. But they're not gonna trade him either. To her, I mean, no, I, mm, he ain't I mean, been hurt yes. recently. You know, you know how I feel about Bobo. Is I love like I love the man like he's my damn brother. Of course, I want Bo. I'm. We talk about this outside, but I'm knee knee deep in my next year. Bobo is probably gonna have to start start it soon for my two K team. Different conversation for a different time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're coming down to the end of the basketball segment. Uh, talked about James Wiseman. Oh, shout out to MJ, man. MJ donated donated $10 million to the Make-A-Wish Foundation on his birthday, uh, 60th birthday. He is the largest donation um, in the history of the 43-year history of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, he also uh, hopes to inspire other athletes to give such larger donations as well. So, Shout out to MJ. Nah. Um, can't do it tomorrow. Uh, so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the basketball segment. We're going to take two, five, we're going to take two, three minutes, and then we're going to run through this football segment, man. We don't really have a lot to talk about. The main thing that we're going to talk about, though, um, not really going to talk about that but we are going to talk about uh 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 the having to leave a super bowl winning hall of fame best quarterback of all time type player to have to go prove himself <laughs> which is insane y'all stay tuned we will be right Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our final segment of episode 91 of the Splash Cast. I was vibing over here, low-key, on that little run he made. Uh, uh, you listened to the Splash Cast. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Uh, we are back with our football segment. So we're actually going to table a few of these conversations. Um, they were kind of like fillers and place, place, place catchers. Um, but there is a few topics that I do. You back, man? They back. There are What's a few up, topics. Bro? There are a few topics that splash, I want to talk baby, about. Splash. What's good with y'all, yo? So, Jesse Bates starting On safety way. for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, uh, formerly. He was franchise tagged, I believe, at the beginning of the year, and then he's not given a long-term contract extension, even though I think he had another Pro Bowl year type year. Um, he was seen hanging out with Kyle Pitts, A.J. Terrell, and Casey Hayward. Um. Yeah in Atlanta and he was out to dinner and his agent was there. Wings, now, Uka, uh, Red Bull, n- no, oh, little vodka over there. Yeah. AJ Terrell from Ben Hill out here showing you where to go. On where the way, to be. Don't worry about it. He owned the way. He's a Falcon. Know that we got, that's, that's our first acquisition. I think that we're uniquely positioned right now to possibly, Maybe be a destination city here going forward because we got money. Every time you see Arthur Blank talk, what does he say? 
We spending, we spending money. some money this year. They've been planning that for three years, dog. And <laughs> hey, they have. I ain't never heard Arthur Blank say nothing about a penny. When that boy said back the Brinks truck up, I didn't hear a, a two nickels rub together. <laughs> this time, he said, "Oh, we got it. We got the money." Who you want now? You want to come to Atlanta? I think that we're starting to become a destination city. And I said, well, damn. I Let mean, me tell you something. You're right. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, and you got a bunch of and you got a bunch of money. And you have I I I I this is just Reggie talking. I'm not speaking for all the NFL executives or all the NFL players. But if you got a team with a bunch of money headed by a black dude. Who's like, hey, we are willing to pay as evidenced in his track record with the Saints. Why not? Why not? And you in Atlanta. Why not? Why not? And we have if you're if you're an offensive player. If you're an offensive player. If you're an offensive player, Monsieur Lamar, Monsieur Lamar Jackson has been linked to the Falcons. All over, we have the highest graded interior lineman in the league, Chris Lynch. Hey man, protected like we will have you protected like Trojans out here, Lamar. <laughs> Let me tell you that. <laughs> Safe. <laughs> Safe. And you got receivers. You had two, you had two of the best pass catchers you've ever had your entire career. We have somebody good. I'm not saying no. We have a couple top tier linemen. We have some very young. Good running backs. We have a pair, a tandem, a duo. Really should have been a trio if Calvin really had a little bit of sense. He just applied for. But we got everything. Oh, and yeah, Trevor Lawrence is gone now. That is the part that I did not account for with Trevor Lawrence next year. <laughs> really Digression. And I saw the way he had them them Dolphins cornerbacks in the air fryer. I'll never that. <laughs> Boy, that 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 is the one part that is probably it always be something every season. It come back to bite me in the ass a little bit. This year, it was the Eagles for a long period of time. It's been um the Bulldogs. Cincinnati. And now here we are. But hey Lamar, baby. I saw who they picked as your offensive coordinator. I took that as I said that first in the group chat. You should have taken that as a sign of disrespect. So it's been said that Lamar had very when all of this first came out that he's not signed and blase blase blah. They, they said the you, signing of the offensive coordinator, he will be involved in it and it would signify him willing to stay in Baltimore. Y'all can y'all can buy into the social media with the chains and Baltimore and all that other stuff you want to. The tea leaves are showing. Now, we may be trying to make a mountain out of a molehill, but the tea leaves are showing that Lamar seems to be there seems to be a real disconnect. And again, brother, if you want to come be protected, if you want to come be able to have an offense geared around your arms and your legs. If you want to have somebody that can catch the ball, if you don't want to have a coach all in the camera, all in thing, all in dancing, the all in the videos, come on over to Atlanta, bro. We got you, big dog. We out here. We got a running game. We actually have a passing game. We had a passing game with Marcus Mariota. 
hey, hey, we got a dome. Imagine and it's half, warm. Half your games <laughs> indoors. Lamar, come on. Let us, like, once again, uh, Die Team Media, a conjunction with Splashcast Consultants, we reaching out to you, helping you make better decisions. Go ahead, man. We'll get, we'll let you wear seven. We won't let you wear seven. We'll make sure that Mike Vick is there to give you the seven. You, they you, said can, Atl- you can bring the seven back. They said Atlanta checks off all the boxes that the Falcons are one of the few NFL teams that need to bring a star, bring in stars to fill their building. They have money and they have uh, young talent around him is what the caption says. Why not? Let man? me tell y'all now. When And I'm not going to say if. We said if. And you know what? Sometimes there's a there's a, a song called Order My Steps. In your we word, are, we dear our, Lord. We thought our steps was Deshaun Watson. We were, in fact, wrong. But they say the Lord will never forsake you. <laughs> he he may Deshaun not Watson come when you want him. But he'll be but there right on, time. Right, <laughs> right on time. right on time. <laughs> he was ready. <laughs> We was ready for Deshaun Watson to walk into our life. Lord said, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I might he have something better. I might have something better. He moved. He moved in our life in a time when we needed it with the most. We saw the Falcons jersey with our own eyes in the picture. Then what? The Cleveland Browns sold their soul, guaranteed well, contract well, for the whole life. They got well, for in perpetuity. The well, Lord said, no, he is not for you. Now here say? we are again presented with an opportunity a what? to start what? A, a new era. <laughs> a new what beginning. Rebirth. Instagram name? New era. This is <laughs> new Falcons with new receivers. We got a new quarterback. New coach. New GM. Into a, into a new era. And you know who we want to do it with? Lamar no. Jackson. Yes, sir. And I'm going to tell y'all right now, it's on the way. It's, it's on, on the way. The way. But Ladies and gentlemen. Done, when they finalize this contract, we're going to come back because there is some message in this sermon. We told you. Sometimes you have to wait. You have to be. Mm-hmm. You, we get ahead of ourselves. We start out thinking. We put these things. We start telling back. God what we want. God like nah, nah, that nah, was nah, ne- nah. That was never for you. That was never for you. You didn't need that. That's not of your. That of not of you. Now, not I'm of your. What ilk. you really been waiting on? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right, I'm now that now that we didn't, <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all though. Wait, before we get to EB, when we get Lamar, y'all gonna be sick of us. <laughs> y'all gonna be you be a li- if you're small, you be little sick. If you're big, you're gonna be big sick. But you for sure gonna be sick of us. <laughs> yeah, I love Baltimore, but y'all gonna hate me. <laughs> Don't let us be good. Oh, Lord, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna question our Josh, but low key, our Baltimore Ravens fans, friends have been letting the fa- they are not gonna have they they've been talking to us real condescending, like like you think that the Ravens are gonna do hey. this? You think that you, I we just said okay? Hey. I'm just reading hey. the notes. I'm All I'm I don't shoot the messenger. Up, I'm just reading. You gonna end up with Desmond Ritter, a first round pick. And Devin Duvernay. And a 12-piece <laughs> My Lemon Pepper. 
Deuces, my friend. <laughs> it's a Magic City coupons. Have fun hey, when you come man, here, hey, but don't bro. stay. You finna get these JR crickets to go, Desmond. <laughs> the do you're gonna find it. You my boy though. Appreciate everything you did for us, and you're gonna start the season with us until otherwise. Well, let me tell you, when the when Lamar come a knocking, <laughs> them wings finna be dropping, baby. Put them in the fry. We out of here. <laughs> Speaking of being out of there. <sighs> <laughs> Why can I not turn my screen off? <laughs> oh, Lord. Lord, no, Jesus. Ooh. Oh, no. All right. All right. All right. We respect black men around here. We would not ever in a million years start out with anything of that level of <laughs> shamrockery. The Reggie Jess. That is that is what we call him Quick Scope Davis. Right there. I didn't he even mean that in a bad way. <laughs> it was just a good transition. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just saying Eric B enemy. For him or are you talking about for Eric B on the podcast? Which one was a good transition? The podcast. This, this is a terrible transition for Eric B. Enemy. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> what? Eric B. Enemy has been named as the finalizer deal to be the offensive coordinator and assistant head coach of the Washington Burn Down My Team Commandos. That whole organization is on fire and they decided to hire Eric B. Enemy. <laughs> you left. The greatest quarterback we've ever seen. We have talked about Patrick Mahomes as the greatest quarterback we've ever seen start a career. And you are the offensive coordinator of any other person of a different skin complexion. That would mean that you are going to be a head coach after the first Super Bowl. Not five AFC championships later. Not two Super Bowl championships later. You would be the head. Hell, a lot of these... The, the Eagles got all these assistant coaches being head coaches after a loss. He's won two Super Bowls and been to the went to the uh went to five AFC championships and you had to go to the a team with no quarterback. You mean to tell me that I'm not a good offensive coordinator, but I saw with Andy Reid that Patrick Mahomes was it, right? I was there when Patrick Mahomes was drafted. Me, Eric Bieniemy, was there. Patrick Mahomes started after his first rookie year. I was the offensive coordinator. He worked with me every day, me and Andy Reid. I am in, in, in charge of installing the offensive package every every week. That is what the offensive coordinator does when the offensive when the uh, head coach helps with play calling duties, normally the offensive coordinator is the one that puts the game plan together. I did all of this. I had Patrick Mahomes. You can't name all the other receivers before the Super Bowl. We knew one person, Kadarius Tony, because of football. And that's because the Giants were so bad at managing him that that's why they got him for a steal. We knew Kadarius Tony. We knew Juju Smith Schuster because of uh TikTok and Antonio Brown. And then we knew about Jarek. We knew about Jarek. Jarek was good. We didn't know about Pacheco 
and we knew about Kelsey. We knew about Kelsey and on for on the field stuff. And then you have Valdez Scantling. I had Patrick Mahomes developed him into a person, developed Travis Kelsey, went, made all the right moves, signed because you know office coordinator has input on everybody that signed. All these Orlando Brown from the Ravens, he had input on that. Airbnb is the only coach I know that gets penalized for the for the head coach calling plays instead of the office coordinator. He's the only one. Mike McDaniel's got a job. Nick Sirianni got a job. I can't Frank even find Reich. the show list no more. Uh, I laugh so hard, man. <laughs> yeah, my, my whole body hurts. You gotta go to the the Washington Commanders right now are, are for sale. They are they're for sale. This, this is the worst. This they the worst are under investigation this, from Congress. 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 This is where I had to go to prove to y'all that I can be a head coach. I had to go to an organization that is being investigated by the government. The government this, for cooking the books. This, this Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. This, this is the plight of the black man. Come on, man. You have to go. You have to go into the the worst possible situation in order to prove your value. You have to go into a true war zone. You have to go to a team that does not have a quarterback right now in order to prove that you're the person who you already know to be with two Super Bowls and five AFC Boy champions. said you left. You had to go coach Keanu Reeves and the replacements. <laughs> you know, like, let's be very real here. The commanders are terrible. Awful. They don't. They don't have a quarterback. They running back. He had a very unfortunate event that happened to him before the season. They got a good um, defense. They got a good defense. They got wide receivers. They just don't have a quarterback. The team, and then they don't have wide receivers. Yeah, they're going to stop Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin's a good receiver. You have maybe half of one wide receiver. Man, Terry McLaurin, I'm, I'm going to take the Norwood thing. If you put Terry McLaurin with any other good quarterback, he'd be a good receiver. Chiefs would take him right now. The Chiefs don't have anybody at wide receiver. They have no. They are. They the are Falcons would take him right now. The Falcons would take him right now. I'm sure, but who are you taking him above? Are you? Where, where we don't have right? a wide receiver. We don't have a Y. We don't have anybody. Yeah. Okay. It, it's. I mean, I'm no. sorry. Z. We have. Uh, we have. Know. We have Y. We have Pitts at the Y. We have a Z receiver. It, it, is he the wide receiver one, two, or three? And now I'm putting Pitts for all intents and purposes as a wide receiver. No, this I'm putting Pitts is a Pitts is a is a tight end. Pitts is a tight so end. you think McLaurin McLaurin comes in as our number one on our team? Well, you I know think what? It's, it's a way to fix that. It's a way to fix that. On our team, he would come in number, as the number one. On our team, he would come in as targets, the number one. Number of targets. Who who goes one? Who goes Terry two, McLaurin? Goes if the Falcons sign Terry McLaurin in this offseason, he would come in as the number one. I mean, not gonna sign that trade for him. Now I don't know if I, I he would come in as the number one. He come in as the X. He would be the X. Yes, Terry McLaurin would be the number one receiver. Drake London would be the number no, two, you. and then Kyle Pitts would be the Z. I mean the Y. No, thank you. And then no, thank you. At that point, I'm not really into that unless they were yeah. to. I'm- I, I wouldn't mind it. I like Terry McLaurin. 
But I would rather them. It it all depends on how the Falcons use, use Cordero Patterson in that in that iteration. But back to the conversation. I can't believe that I have to leave. If I'm Eric Bieniemy, I have to leave a dynasty. Yo, they asked you to go to the desert and find water. To go to the worst. I mean, Jacksonville Jaguars, for all intents and purposes, has been known as one of the worst organizations over in the recent history. Nah, you might history. Well coach at HBCU, dog. Like. No, this is an insult. This is this is not. It's so beyond. But it, you know why it's not an insult? Because he's black. If anybody else, this this would be. Cliff Kingsbury got a job that was not even good in college. Cliff Kingsbury went six and five with Patrick Mahomes twice. This is inferior. Like, what's up, Vanessa? Sick. Hey, so (laughs) so this is my thing. Just go ahead and pay uh, Brian Flores. What do you mean? Oh, you talking about the lawsuit? If you making yeah. him go get this job, just go ahead and say, hey, man, we done fucked this up. <laughs> also, that, that Rooney rule is some bullshit, boy. It is some bullshit. You mean to tell me... The Rooney rule that ain't worked since it was instituted. You Don't mean to tell me the losers of the Super Bowl, the losers of the Super Bowl, all their assistants got hired. The losers, Right. The linebackers coach is now the defensive coordinator some in Arizona. All the losers of the Super Bowl, and I, I'm not, no shade to Philly. I picked Philly to win. Arizona, Arizona is great. That's what they specialize in doing. I think they got Gannon from over there too. They're they're not, they're not going to do anything but more make more mistakes. That's fine, but they're at first. least but they're getting an opportunity. He's I've never seen somebody that is at the peak of their profession. For seven years, have to make a lateral move in any That's job. Being in the peak of your profession. That's called kicking ass because I'm great at this job. I'm not at the peak. I walked in here good. I've been good, and I'm going to be good when I leave here. Now, I know in Washington, he will be calling the plays, but that's a bullshit-ass argument for me anyway because all you these people I named don't call the plays. Nope. How many all, – all these McVay assistants – all of these Shanahan assistants, all these people don't call plays. None of them call. Nah, Mike McDaniel didn't call a play at all. It was all Shanahan. Never. All Shanahan. Come on, man. And now, and now you're stuck between saving an organization which is legitimately already on fire, or saying I would. This would have. And you know what? The, the messed up part about this is is this probably would have. I'm I'm not a quitter, but this might have made me quit. I might have been fed up at this point. Like I'm good. I got my two championships. Well, I'm, I'm sure that. Well, I'm sure they threw a bag at him. One. So I mean, I don't care about the. Like you just. It's a point. It's, it's a point where I'm not going to watch. Washington. I'm not saving your shit. You guys and you and it's. Oh, sorry. It, it, I don't like the fact that D'Amico Ryans went to the Texans, and I don't like the fact that Washington that that Eric Bieniemy had to go to Washington as an assistant. I think that those are two organizations who are consistently and historically terrible. I think that they're also consistently and 
they're consistently discriminatory. And that's where we have to, that's, excuse me, that's where our black coaches have to go to get it. I think that's terrible. D'Amico Ryans, I agree with you. I'm going to put that out. I agree. I could see D'Amico Ryans having to take a prove it job because he was linebacker's coach, then he was defensive coordinator for one year under Robert Selah, right? So he really doesn't have experience outside no. of last year as. Wait, wasn't D'Amico with the 49ers last year? That's what I'm saying. Last year was his first year as defensive coordinator. Oh, he doesn't yeah, have yeah. a lot of experience. So I could see him having to take a prove it job. I hate it to have to be Houston, but he's also from Houston. Not from being from Houston, but he's from Alabama. But he played for Houston yeah, he for so long. Organization. Um, so he's well liked and well thought of. I have I no I have no reason or offer any type of Thought or statement of why Eric Bieniemy has to go be take a lateral move after two championships and five AFC championships. Okay, I and he was only out coached to me one time in those seven games. He was out coached one time. Well, I'm sorry, yeah, seven games. He's out coached one time, and that was against who Todd Bowles. Is, who do you think today is a better coach, Eric Bieniemy or Ron Rivera? <laughs> I, I mean, you know the answer. So, what is your what is your point? Is no, I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I try to. I don't want to assume. Eric Bieniemy. I would assume Eric Bieniemy is a better coach. And that's my issue. He's going to have to go to a terrible team, push behind a guy who. I mean, Ron Rivera, you've had a shot in the half. Mm-hmm. Say what you want to. I think that he was given at least a reasonable and fair chance in Carolina. Yeah, he went to the Super Bowl. And he's had a reasonable and fair chance with the Commanders. There's no reason that Eric Bieniemy should have to be an assistant behind Ron Rivera. No disrespect to Ron. I think that he's probably a top-tier defensive coordinator. I about to say, he's not a great uh, evaluator of offensive talent. To me, I think that that I think that he is capped out. I think that he should be the guy who should be looking for a coordinator job. I think that Eric Bieniemy should be given a chance to be a head coach. I, I don't think that, that that's that's another another part. I wouldn't take this job because I'm not coaching under a guy who I think that I'm way I I, I assume that way better than until proven otherwise. I there are so many jobs. Where I'm and, and sneaky, I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but he's been given two opportunities more than Eric Bieniemy has. At this with, point, I've with seen two less of Ron rings. Rivera. Yes, at this point, I've seen enough of Ron Rivera that if he went to being a D coordinator, I wouldn't hate it. I think that that's where he. I think that's where he's probably best suited. I don't see him as being a very great coach. His offenses have never really performed. And I think that he's like, it's a lot of guys who I think are Will Muschamps. They just in hindsight, side of the ball. In hindsight, and now I'm going to make myself really angry. In hindsight, if I'm 
if I were the Jacksonville Jaguars, now they did have a run at the end of the year to make the playoffs, and they won the first game against the Chargers. Or if I'm the Chargers, why would I not look at Eric Bieniemy? If I'm if I'm the Broncos, I'm not saying Russell Wilson is as good as Patrick Mahomes, but their games in terms of moving around in the pocket, extending plays, throwing the ball downfield are similar. Just Patrick Mahomes is just better. But if you have somebody who has similar talent, right? Could you imagine what Eric Bieniemy did with all the weapons they have at, in Jacksonville? No. Or why all the weapons they did in Baltimore in, in Denver? Why is why is the losing coach or the losing coordinator the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals now? If I remember correctly, that's Gannon, right? Hmm? You're telling me you think Gannon is going to do a better job with Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray than Eric Bieniemy? Who had I would I even if you so let's let's look at it a different way and then we'll wrap this up because I don't want to talk about anything else. I done got pissed off. Um even even if Where's you look man, at yo? it as Eric Bieniemy didn't call the plays, he only worked with Andy Reid. And he worked with Patrick Mahomes. Whoever the fuck you just hired did not work with Andy Reid or Patrick Mahomes. Nobody. Andy Reid is the number is is a top five coach of all time, all time. Patrick Mahomes right now is trending to be the greatest quarterback of all time. I'm not gonna put that on him. I'm gonna say right now he's had the greatest start to a career we've ever seen, ever seen. The only person that they comparing this to is Michael Jordan. <laughs> ever seen? Why would you not get somebody that worked with them? Y'all getting losers. No disrespect. But y'all, I got a proven winner. Seven time. In the last seven years, there have been a total of five teams better than me. Five. I won the Super Bowl twice. I lost the Super Bowl. And then I lost the AFC Championship twice. So the two, four. That's five teams. There's, I, I kind of thought about that but that's five there have been five teams better than me two of them was tom brady tom brady do you telling me the greatest quarterback of all time is the only person that can beat me the greatest quarterback of all time is the only person that can beat me on a consistent basis and y'all don't want to hire the person that's responsible for the offense or learning from the person that's responsible come on man y'all full of shit dog and I, I hate to say it like that. I just said in the last segment, I'm trying to stop cursing, but this is some bullshit. You going uh, to Snyder, Snyder, Snyder cooked the books and said, I will tear down the whole NFL if y'all try to investigate me. This team is currently for sale. And it, not only is it for sale, they're asking for the highest, ask, it's the highest asking price of an NFL franchise ever at $7 billion. And he's going to get this, it, too. This team is under investigation from the district district attorney's office. They literally just got your boy fired uh, for the Raiders. And he got to go here and figure this out. Put a wrap on this. Nothing you can do with this. Either be I, and I ain't even look up cap space. Be the greatest coach to ever walk the planet or you're remanded to being office coordinator for 
but we knew this. What else you got to say on this? You've now made me mad. <laughs> well, I, I I got one more thing because I want to see uh, um, cap space. Edge will find a way to make oh, you mad. My God, they got still got to pay Carson Wentz. Y'all crazy as hell. You y'all are crazy as hell. They still paying Carson with twenty million dollars. Y'all are crazy as hell. And that's where I'm gonna end it. This is some bullshit. Y'all crazy as hell. Eric B enemy, you deserve better. I I I I You gotta pay twenty million dollars so a guy not even on your team and try to make a team out of that. And you know what's up? And and you know, and this is where I see the setup. I see the setup. I see the setup. They're gonna make him get Anthony Richardson. And at that point, I'm gonna have to root for Anthony Richardson. I'm gonna have to root for him. I'm gonna say, hey, Anthony Richardson. Why did you, you not see that? Why you did have you to not be good. see the writing on the wall years ago, Rich? You have to be good. Anthony I, Richardson. First that day. sucks. That sucks for and I'm not even a Florida fan. I'm not an Anthony Richardson fan. I think he should be a tight end. But that is a horrible place to go. Where you have to go to an organization that's burning down. As an offensive coordinator, Super Bowl champion, offensive coordinator, and then you get stuck with, I ain't going to say stuck with, you have to draft Anthony Richardson, who is literally all potential. And they're basically saying, okay, if it wasn't Andy Reid that made Patrick Mahomes, go make another one with Anthony Richardson. Now, and you don't, and you don't have any time to. That's the frustrating part about all of this to me is I think that Anthony Richardson is a good quarterback. I think that he has all the tools and the right situation. He can be more than successful. But I also think that he needs time to develop. And what does Eric Bieniemy not have because he's a black coach? Time. That's the reason that all of this is a conflict. And on top of that, you got another $20 million in cap space that you got knocked off to Carson Wentz, who's a bum. But you know what? This is what's going to happen. He's gonna make it work, cause that's what they do. They got thirty million dollars in cap space. Thirty million dollars. Team that's, way too sorry for that. Yeah. You Commanders fan, you can be mad. I don't care. That's a lot of y'all too. And so you about care. to lose? You probably about to lose Deron Payne, their second best defensive tackle behind Jonathan Allen. That's it. Is what man. it is. This is trash. But we come to the end of Monday Night Raw, y'all. Appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. We had a lot to talk about, even though we said it was going to be a uh, – uh, we didn't have a lot to talk about. But when you see BS, you got to call the BS, man. Uh, shout out to y'all for tuning in with us, man. Norwood, we didn't forget anything, man. Take us out. We never do. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, this has been another audio and video experience. Always remember to do what? Like, follow, and subscribe. Tell somebody about the podcast. We got something new that's almost ready. I'm assuming that you think it'll be ready next week, Reggie, when they... It's time for them to see it next week? No, but I think it'll be ready in March. All right, well, <laughs> overzealous, you can call me. <laughs> we got, we got, we got to finish to a couple I'm ready things. to give you all the, everything right now. But with that said... We have a lot more on the way. Always remember, like, follow, subscribe. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. We love Monday Night Raw. We thought we was going to have a short show today. No bullshit. I hopped in here. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll be done in probably like an hour. And nothing happened today. All-Star. 
which is whatever it was. Baseball dead. We Falcons fans. Ain't nothing happening. And, of course, we potted it to the wee hours of the morning. Thank you all for rocking with us, of course. Always remember, number one, more black baseball and Ronald Acuna healthy. Don't forget that. 100% healthy from the man himself. Y'all heard it. We told you. You heard it here first, or you heard it here at one point. Number two, <laughs> more black cowboys and more black cowgirls. Number three, the historically black college and university you graduated from, your cousin graduated from, your mother graduated from, that person who was very influential at your church graduated from. Send some money over there. They need it. Historically black college and university in the area in which you live, the one that you go to, tailgates, homecoming, just to be on the yard around your people. Send some money over there. The greatest learning institution in all the world. Send all your money to Hampton University. They gave me a ready degrees. We got jobs. Now we got a podcast. We love you. You love us. Send us the money. And of course, if you want to support, send some bread to the podcast. We growing. We moving. We doing more things. We some more. We support more people. And we got more stuff on the way. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We all we, we survive out. on donations, y'all. We love y'all. Peace. Y'all stay safe. This is the Splashcast Weekly Schedule. You can find us on Monday, Monday Night Raw. That is the Around the League edition where we cover all of the major leagues around the league. Tuesday is the ATL edition. Braves, Falcons, Hawks. Wednesday is when the playlist comes out. It's the Splashcast 24, 12, or 36 pack, just depending on the music. Thursday, for everybody who was not able to catch us live on Monday, they can catch up there on the Around the League edition. And then Saturday, of course, we bet beers for Saturday Morning Live. If you ever need to find us, we can be found at thesplashcast.com. And, of course, via Instagram, at thesplashcast. Welcome to the Splashcast. You can find us at the link below. You can find the podcast versus audio and visual on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Our social media, Instagram, uh, Twitter is at underscore the Splashcast. We can also be found on Twitch. We can be found on Facebook, TikTok. Also below that, those are our episode playlists. The newest one is always up. We can be found on Apple Music. We can be found on Spotify. There is a playlist home, which is for all of the different playlists. And then we have the playlist master list, which is every song that's ever been on any of the playlists. And of course, for all of you podcasters, we can be found on Anchor at the Splashcast. I'm still standing on my word. I've been grand scheming. Took a trip to the shine after I left Cleveland. Fresh game, touchdown, played the four seasons. She made a thousand first night, I told her she can keep it. Two days in Napa Valley, I'm meeting Sabanaki. I'm riding dirty through the traffic, took the Mac Ducati. I get them posted, if I want it, then I go and copy. Did a two meal play and fled to an island. 60 days. Change my nigga. 60 days. 60 days. 60 days. 60 days. 
My leather coat was dragging in the dirt I got buff from baggage in the work I'm at the table, I'm having a dessert Three-piece suit with the napkin and the shirt I'm a big bowl of macaroni Know how to spot and catch a phony And do the plaxico to myself before the matrimony Stick shift Aston, I'm digging in my trick basket Fixing plays, cut up the pie and switch the change